0: The the
1: quarterback gets the ball, holds it in in the chest of the running back for about five
0: seconds, and nobody does anything. Bro, they have a mesh point longer than Yo Gotti's forehead. (laughs)
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 88, the Patrick Kane episode of the Somebody Said Podcast. Wrong.
0: <laughs> it's the Andre Vasilevsky, the big cat. I feel like this is going to be a good numbers game. It's good,
1: it should. Really? 88's a good number.
2: Uh, you got the playmaker, sure. Michael Irvin? No, there's yours. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Philadelphia Flyers legend, Eric Lindros. I'm going to stay in Dallas and
0: I'm going to go with CeeDee Lamb.
1: I'm going to stay in Dallas as well. I'm going to go with Des Bryant.
2: Of course you are. Cool with that. Uh, Chiefs great, Tony Gonzalez. I will stay pass catcher, Torrey Holt.
1: I'll stay tight end, uh, John Mackey.
2: All right. All right. I will stay Colts, Marvin Harrison. I will, I will stay wide receiver, Ike Hilliard.
0: I will raise you a wide receiver, <laughs> Torrey Holt. I already said Torrey Holt.
1: Uh, Damaris Thomas, there rest in peace.
0: Damaris, one time for Damaris. One time.
2: No shout out um. to Georgia Tech. <laughs> uh, I will go Jets wide receiver, old school Al Toon. Sure. It's, it's yeah, sure. Right? No, no Al Toon? Doesn't no. Right. Current
0: Dolphins tight end Dawson Knox.
2: Okay.
0: Um, Florida
1: State Seminole. Uh, Kentron Portier. Portier.
0: Nice one.
2: Uh, Green Bay Packers tight end, Jermichael Finley. I will stay tight end, Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Goddard.
1: I will stay Florida State. He's super trash. Ugh. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzgerald. Our kicker. Fitzger- Fitzgerald. Doesn't matter. You can get his
2: name yeah, wrong. Whatever. It sucks. Yeah, Save yeah. Save that.
0: <laughs> Save, Save
2: that There's a lot of There's a lot of juice Behind that Save it uh, Give me another Cowboy 88 Drew Pearson yep. Isn't
1: that the Original 88
2: I believe he was He was the first one Like first real good one Okay
0: Um. Snap I had another NFL 88 I'll switch over to Hockey I'll go with uh, Brian Burns <sighs> Brent Burns. Brent Burns my bad Brent. Brent
1: say that the DN for
0: Fair enough. He's mm. he's not No, nah, not that. He's guy. not 88. He's not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that guy, pal.
1: Um Pierre Garcon
2: mm. The Red. Frenchman. Redskins good one. Frenchy. Um uh Miami guy uh when he was with the Saints, Jeremy Shockey Okay? Yep, Jay Shock. Um I will stay Hockey
0: Pasta. Mm-hmm. David Pasternak.
1: Somebody said Lin Swan.
2: Nobody, nobody nope. said Lin Swan. Lin Swan. There you go. Uh, back to Green Bay. Tied in Bubba Franks. Come nice. on. Why would you... You're so trash
0: Miami tight end Yes He took both Miami tight I ends I thought you
1: was, he would have Been gotten that off the
0: board No I had him in the tuck Because I'm like They're Miami tight ends You don't keep him In the tuck with pump Miami <laughs> Hurricane Brian Polindi Tight end Yeah that one could have Stayed in the yeah, tuck
1: Yeah
2: exactly <laughs> um, Hakeem Nicks I like this game Nice one Okay Uh, Go ahead and dip Into the Chicago Bears bag Here we go They've been around For 300 years he's Tight end He's gonna go on a run Desmond Clark <laughs>
0: Whatever. Um, I think I'm out, actually. Yeah, I think that's all my 88s. Um, shoot. I thought I was going to have time.
1: Nick Batoon.
2: Oh, wow. He oh, yeah. Uh, for the Flippers. And the Blazers, and right? The Blazers? Yeah. 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 Great call. That's a really good one. I don't know where you pulled that one from. Shots out from the depths, um, Broncos tight end Keith Jackson. <clears throat> you don't sound sure. I'm gonna look it up. Please do. Yeah, Keith, give me Keith Jackson. In the
1: meantime, I'll go NASCAR. Ooh. Dale Earnhardt.
2: Fast car. Boom, 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 boom. Call me NASCAR. Uh, back to the Bears, <laughs> Glenn Kozlowski. Sure bro
0: Keith Jackson Yes That's a yes
1: Anybody said TJ Hawkinson
0: Nope Nope
1: Went off this weekend yeah,
0: Shout out to Hop The uh, tight end U number
2: two Iowa Yeah Fair enough uh, Miami tight end um, God what's his first name uh, Jaseki jesiki Mike Mike Jaseki Mike, Mike Mike. Yeah. yeah 88 Penn State. Randy Moss didn't
1: wear 88 at Marshall Did he
0: he did wear 88 at Marshall
1: Randy Moss
2: Surprised that one slipped this far That's good one. I was
1: thinking about it I wasn't sure
2: Uh, Back into the Bears bag Riley Ridley Garbage Sure Yeah, yeah sure,
1: sure. <clears throat> Garbage I'm gonna go NASCAR again My dad had me watch a bunch of NASCAR Growing up uh, Dale Jarrett
2: That's a good one Um Dale is one of those names. Shout out to Jeff Jarrett, WWF. Used to hit people over the head with the guitar. Okay, no? good one. Um, sure. Back to the Bears bag. There it is <laughs> tight end Deion Sims. It's like you and your Miami stuff, though. Nah, this is worse. It's it's totally not. It's, it's so much worse. It's
0: yeah. trash. In five. Four. Uh, Terry three. Glenn.
1: You could look that up. Patriots, right? I felt like he had 88 at some point, maybe.
2: Terry Glenn. I'm looking Patriots. it up. All right. Um, <laughs> back to the Bears. And yes, Terry Glenn is correct. Thank you. Marcus Robinson, wide receiver. Bears thing is crappy.
1: It's just. Uh,
0: in five. Luke Stalker with the Bucks? God. I think you're right, actually. I think you're right on Luke.
2: Don't let him be right on that, please. You're right. Also with the Titans. Interesting. Um, Did we already say Des Bryant? Yes. Yep. In five. Four. But, three. Uh, back to the Bears. <laughs> actually, I think this is with the vikings alan page hall of fame dn d tackle dn or d tackle one of the two um
1: david and joku with the the no he didn't worry nah,
0: no david no yeah i'm out and alan page is correct Pew! it was a good one you were right take us home pump
2: that's actually all i had <laughs> that was
0: it for me you just <laughs> needed one more bro you just needed one more. I hate you, pump.
2: I'm sorry, man.
0: He's about to be like, you're. you're <laughs> is he about nah, turn he's about to He's not no. Jimbo. Oh, okay. He's I wasn't saying you turned I'm into a new Jimbo. Jimbo. That's
2: my guy. New Jimbo? It's only one Jimbo. <laughs> oh, uh, close out. My bad. Back to Miami with the Carolina Panthers, Greg Olson. I said oh, you said bad. Greg already. Somebody said, Somebody that. said Greg already. Oh, you said Greg. It. No, I said Jeremy Shockey. I thought you said Greg too. Mm.
0: Well,
1: I didn't say it.
2: I didn't say it. Uh, no, I didn't either. We can go back and do I mm. no, it, it. I thought you said No. I stole every other Miami tight end. You took three. Yes. You jerk. That's cool, man. Episode 88, somebody said, podcast, great week in sports. We're we're broadcasting a little bit late today. Uh, we had some technical difficulties and some, uh, the, the, the savior needed to be coddled and taken care of last night. It's okay. Even though he didn't deserve it. Wow. Just saying, man
1: I mean, wow. Let's give the kid a chance that,
2: no, 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 I no, know no. I'm
1: always the tough one You set mm. him up You set him up for mm-hmm. this there, There's a lot on his shoulders
0: A ton on his shoulders You set him up He just got here oh. <laughs> what is it? What's that uh, little Uzi clip? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't oh. know it's
1: like, <laughs> I just got here last week Pressure make diamonds, right? You gotta <laughs> put, apply that pressure early
0: that's
2: cool. Sure bro He can't even hold his head up Actually he can, <laughs> he we can. Know, We've been working on it Look at that Listen one week out One he, month out He's a month today A month today my, my man holding his own head Pause I like it Shout out to that boy yeah, he's, he's gonna get the job done Okay Alright Alright man We got some good sponsors here um, Anybody sipping on any Red Lady today? Yep can in hand. Cans? We got cans? Cans. All right. I know Ah, uh, she made a request for uh, She's some, actually drinking some now. She Ubered some uh, some Red Lady <laughs> last ubered night. It. Oh, she ubered it for you. Then <laughs> yeah, she got some Uber Eats last night. So we're like, sponsored by <laughs> Red Lady Rum Punch, the official beverage of the Somebody Said podcast. Um I, I wanna push everybody also to the website. Uh what is the website on? Huh? F-
1: SSPsports.com. Everything sports, everything you need. Pump mm. is in the building now. Hey, Listen, Pump, Pump has Johnson entered content. Pump is Johnson.
2: All right, I'm here. Drop my first article. I need to keep the second one yep. up. Yep. Uh, and people. uh, so I mean, <clears throat> we're gonna touch into something in our nibblies about baseball. Had a little a little mild rant on the game of baseball. Mm. Um also thought it'd be cool to kind of touch on some names that we always kind of joke about. Um. So one of the pickums that got xed out was the Oklahoma Sooners game. Did not make the cut. Did not make the cut. However, we always ask, like, what What the hell is a sooner? <laughs> so doing some research, figured I might drop something every week. And what's in a name? And start off with the Oklahoma Sooners and how they got their name. Nice. It'll be up tomorrow. It's pretty pretty interesting, actually.
0: It'll actually be up before the podcast is. On. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that. Go check it out.
2: Yeah, go check that out. All right, man. So we said we're going to nibble. We only got some light nibblies. Uh, one might take us off into a small tangent, and one might uh, piss a lot of people off, because it's been pissing people off, apparently. So yes, let's nibble a little bit. You now you have to have Bluetooth.
0: Hang on. It has to have that. Is that in? What is apps? Is that appetizers? I could do some nibblies. Guys? Nibblies?
2: Operator? Yeah. Yes. Hello. We'd like some poppers. No, I don't like poppers. All right, fellas. The AL home run record, which has stood Ooh, since nineteen sixty-one. Wow. wow, bro. Has finally toppled, which I was talking to my best friend over the weekend, Shannon Stewart. Shout out to Shannon Stewart. Um, and he didn't realize I don't think a lot of people realized that the actual AL home run record had never actually been passed. So, you know, Big Mac, he had 70, Sammy had 66, Bonds had 73. Everybody in the A in the NL. So the actual AL record was still Roger Mayer in 61, which I thought was kind of interesting. Again, nobody thought about that, whatever, whatever. Aaron Judge cracked his 62nd home run today against the Texas Rangers, so he has now set the new AL record. Um, clearly the AL MVP. We were talking about that probably around all-star break. Um, but finally, you guys can enjoy your... College football, your whatever other sport, and not have to be interrupted by Aaron Judge coming to bat. Thank you.
1: Appreciate that. Was it really
2: that bad? Yes.
1: Shout out to greatness, but not in the midst of a Saturday when we're trying to watch college football. It felt very racy. Racism. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bunch of black people watching college football.
0: Wait, income what? income baseball. You realize the majority of college football fans are not black.
1: <laughs> and a lot of black people aren't baseball fans. So Well, that's also fair. And here you go with your baseball. Mm-hmm. You cut my sound out so I got to hear Aaron Judge strike out in the middle of Florida State and Wake Forest.
0: Boom. Yeah. I just don't want it forced on me. Like mm-hmm. if I want to watch it, I watch let it. Let me change mm-hmm. the channel. Everything else that I want to watch, I find a way to watch it.
2: All right. So, so, so let me, let me ask you guys another question. We kind of talked about this a little bit. If in the middle of some game you're watching, you know, Bucks Chiefs, and something compelling is going on on the next station, and they actually say, "Oh man, the the Broncos are coming back from the largest deficit ever," and they kind of split screen over that. Are you guys mad at that? Yes. Yes.
0: Again, give me the option to correct. If I want
2: to watch it, I'll watch it. I don't miss anything on TV that I actually want to see. Have you guys actually ever complained about this before? Because this happens a lot in sports. Period. Yes, split screens where they just go into another. You've never been in any season football, baseball, basketball, where they clip over or skip over to another broadcast. Sometimes they actually take off your broadcast and give you a brand new broadcast. It's a rarity. Like I mean, real, and it's usually the but, same
0: sport. But though. you've seen split screens before. But Have you I ever been to, this the, mad?
2: Or are you go mad because it's baseball and you guys just don't like baseball?
1: But they've always given you the option. Hey, you might want to switch over to ESPN News because we're changing the channel now. Yeah, it's not okay. You're watching this. I don't care what you're doing. Watch Aaron Judge.
0: Yeah, I just, I just didn't like that. And then the fact that he kept striking out or getting walked, like so you forced this thing on me for nothing.
2: I mean that's sports. He's no. not always going to hit a home run. No.
0: if I want to see it, I watch it.
2: I mean, it's aside
0: from that,
1: it's really amazing in this era where he's not—he's obviously not taking steroids. He's a, a large human being, yes. six-seven. So, he, in that ballpark, was it at home?
2: Yeah. Uh, no, it was in Texas. Oh, they was it was in it. Texas,
1: but even in the Yankees' ballpark, it's super easy to hit home runs, especially with the power he has. So, you would think a guy would eventually come around and hit. 62 okay. so it's it's an amazing stat aside from it being forced on me i applaud it and i'll go back and watch it as many times as i want without yeah. being forced to
0: i would probably appreciate it more if they weren't for forcing it on me all right now i'm, I'm almost kind of just glad it's over all
2: right well <laughs> now
0: I can, I can watch what i want to watch uninterrupted
2: well now you guys don't have to worry about aaron judge and him hitting home runs anymore so you're welcome you're all welcome thank you jerks Whatever man Either way Go read that piece On baseball Cause <laughs> Yeah
0: It was good Cause so, I wrote it <laughs> So actually Somebody responded to it oh, Might text me back oh, nice. He's a nice. really big Baseball guy He actually wanted A little more okay. He, I think he was looking for like
2: you to give some solutions. You kind of like left. No. It.
0: You were like, no, I'm not gonna fix it for them No, I'm not. They gonna just need it. to know.
2: They need to fix it. They need to fix it. They need to fix it, to fix it. To fix it big time. And again, it's like I told you, I'm not gonna offer suggestions that I know are good just to know they're not gonna happen.
0: No, fair. <laughs> Baseball enough.
2: knows what they're doing. You still, they you, should know what they're doing. You
1: still gotta offer it for the readers that want that want to know. There was a reader who wanted
2: more. No, this is one of those. Um, remember those? What would you do? Books. You, and you got to pick which way to go. Turn to page sixty four. I used to cheat.
1: <laughs> Let me get right into it. No, I would.
2: I would hold my finger mm. at the page.
0: Mm-mm. So if something happened and I didn't like, I just go back. <laughs> no, fill in the fill in the blank. I'm, I'm
2: <laughs> tired yeah. of trying to fix. I baseball. love those. I love those books. Anywho, that's cool.
1: You're here for the people. I, I am here
2: for the people, but you know, do your own research. Do your own work. Sometimes wow, cheating off of mine, man. just putting your name on the paper and getting an A. Wow, don't like it. All right man, last nibbly of the day. <clears throat> a NBL team defeated the Phoenix Suns 134 to 124. The was it Adelaide? I think that's the how you Adelaide say it. Adelaide 36 36 not the 76ers, no, 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 no. That's what honestly made it even better like before I actually saw the score of the game. I saw I think it was um What's the the one dude that does uh on Instagram uh, famous Loso famous? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's oh, like shit. man, y'all got beat by the 36. I thought he was joking no. and just calling like a half version. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> they're really the 36ers. It's fantastic. Um, some random guy named Craig Randall dropped thirty five on them boys. Yes, he shout did. Out to Craig, and it got into a point that uh, Breeze, you mentioned Speedy, who was on the show, shout out to Speedy, hometown hero. Yep. Um, mentioned about the NBA and the players in the NBA that the best talent possibly is not actually in the league. Mm-hmm. So give me a little bit more on that. I know somebody, you said you spoke to somebody and they kind of touched on the same thing.
0: Yes. Yeah, so and we had Speedy on the show. He he spoke about it. He talked about a guy who was on his team who just did not have a high basketball IQ. Mm-hmm. And this was over. There's an overseas team. He's playing pro ball overseas. There's a guy on his team. He does. He has a really like really, really bad. He's like, bro, did not understand basic stuff. But that guy ended up getting picked up by an NBA team. Why? Well, he was big and he was athletic. So it, it wasn't like they didn't even care the fact that he didn't understand the game. He didn't understand situational ball. You're just big and athletic. which And so when I saw the whole, you know, the Craig Randall thing, he goes off for 35 points. And, of course, the first thing people are going to think is like, well, who is this dude? Right. And how is he able to put up 35 on an NBA roster? Now, the starters didn't play the whole game, and that's cool. Still, though, this guy... Put up 35 points on an NBA roster So the thought is like well why is he not in the NBA So I thought about the conversation We had with Speedy and I came up on A thread and the guy gave he gave 8 points That you know really Brings it out and I won't read all 8 of them But there were a couple of them that stood out to me The first thing he said was a little controversial But I I agree with it it speaks to what we were talking about The first thing he says the NBA isn't Home to the 450 best players In the world there are guys like this All over the world who can cook against NBA Teams and pros with a green light And this guy, Craig Randall, kind of showed it, right? And we've seen other guys come along where they're randomly playing somewhere else. It's like, yo, that dude got off, right? You see the the USA team play Olympics, and they go up against somebody who cooks them. It's like, well, who is this dude? But for whatever reason, he doesn't come to the NBA. Or guys who cook overseas, you know, maybe they are, you know, an Mm international-born player. I was thinking, like, E. Jianli, where, like, he slaughtered China, and then came to the NBA, and he was average at best, and he feels it there a few years, right? Or you get guys like Luka, who was killing Europe, mm-hmm. and then he comes to the NBA, and he also kills in the NBA. So I'm like, okay, I, I agree with that. I feel that. Another thing he brought up <clears throat> that I really liked um, that he mentioned, this is the, the the number four point. He's like, we're an insanely, we are in an insanely talented age of players. If guys like this aren't in the NBA or the system has some holes in it, probably a combo. And I think there are holes in the system How many guys do we see coming out of college Do next to nothing But they get drafted on potential Anthony or Bennett Number one overall pick Not just, not just drafted mm-hmm. Number one overall But the potential was there Like There are guys who come out who didn't really kill in college mm-hmm. And yet they get drafted top ten Because of the potential oh, He he can learn Or he he can develop some skill set And to be honest, and I've said this for years, the NBA is not the place to develop your skill set. Like, because the NBA is not set up to create you. It's it's set up to get you in and then let you be you. It's on you to develop yourself. The NBA is not a developmental league. Mm -hmm. So this idea that these guys will all come in and just develop, I think is a fallacy. And there are other guys who have shown, maybe in quote-unquote lesser leagues around the world, Hey, I already have some talent. I have some development already. But for whatever reason, they rather roll the dice on this other kid, you know, coming out of college than this person, which is another point he brought up. And this will be the last one I, I mentioned. Um, this was number five. He was like, the NBA has gone so young that a 26-year-old talent like this can easily get skipped over and be on the outside looking in due to his age. Mm-hmm. Right? Most sports are trying to get younger and younger because they want as many miles out of you as possible, right? Mm-hmm. They want you to come in with the least amount of mileage, yeah. So then you can be in this franchise if you do hit 10 years or whatever. So now the guy like this who's 26 is like, well, do I go after him or do I have to go after this college kid who maybe has a higher ceiling but isn't as good as him right now? Well, I'm going to go with the college kid because his ceiling is higher. I I will hope he hits it. And because he's just six, seven years younger than this guy. And I'm like, I, I agree with it. I'm like, I think it's all legit. I mean, we've seen people come out of – St. Pete, who are legitimate, they go play good college ball for whatever reason, they don't get on, I think of Barry Brown, I think of Dallas Moore, I think of Quincy Ford, (laughs) Speedy, right, Gabe, who came out of St. Pete, who's been playing in China for 10 years now, probably, there are guys who come out and are like, yo, like, I know he can hoop. Dallas set a record at the University of North Florida. He played, you know, large programs and gave them buckets. And yet, for some reason, he can't get on with the NBA team. He's a great spot-up shooter, if nothing else.
1: Yeah, look at the NBA, though. What like what is the NBA built off of? And that's star power. So it's a hit or miss league. And owners, I think, are just swinging for the fences. Even the the kid that's coming out Victor.
0: this year, Victor, Went by Yama.
1: he's seven two, could handle, and he might be the next KD or something to that nature. Everybody's trying to find another Giannis, whether or not they're actually really good at basketball. I'm going to take the analytics and the the measurables and mold them into a player. And a lot of teams miss on really good players and they fall into the overseas ball because I got to find the next superstars because that's what the NBA is built on. Like, look at Giannis. Did we all know Giannis was going to be the Giannis that wins an MVP, two MVPs and a championship? No. But they took a chance on the potential of, of him. And they may be missed out on a lot of great players, that, you know, but it's the chance that they take on superstars. That,
0: But I guess my issue is, especially when you get, like, late in the draft or these guys who end up just getting recycled, like, role play, like bench player, but bench player, and they just bounce from team to team, two-way contracts, and it's like, all right, y'all keep rolling the dice on this guy. He's clearly showing you who he is. Right. Why not take that two-way spot or take that that 12th roster spot and go get a guy like Craig Randall? Who shown? Like he's an elite scorer. So if nothing else, right, because they also say, well, that's all he can do. He can only score, right? He, he can't play D. He's a, a defensive liability or, okay, fine. Don't make him your star. Make him a role player. Maybe he's a microwave type guy. You bring him off the bench when you need some quick buckets. Offense is kind of lagging. He can come in, give you a quick, you know, he hit nine threes. Mm-hmm. Like You can't tell me he can't do that on a random Tuesday night against the Kings. I'm not buying that.
2: I was pushing against this at first when you said it, and as I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking more and more about it. I, it's not really a, a, a far fetched thing. It's kind of like, well, yeah, of course. Like to me, like the NFL is the only professional league that doesn't have either some kind of competition or, or an, an alternate comp, uh, professional league somewhere. Yeah. Or some kind of minor league, right? NHL is huge in, in Russia, in Europe, in right? Canada, Canada it's huge, right? So there's other professional leagues and Olympics around the world, right? Mm-hmm. Baseball, obviously, it's huge in Japan. It's huge in Latin-speaking uh, countries, right? It's it's huge. Um, same thing with basketball, right? People t- always talk about, like, Vladi Divots and Arvita Sabonis. We didn't get to see them in their prime, they were professionals over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Tony Kukos didn't even feel like coming to Europe. He was the man over there. Came yeah. over here first year, he went – or second, third year, he went sixth man of the year. Manu. So, Manu. So, again, to your point, there's a whole bunch of guys because there's other professional leagues around the world. Yeah. So the fact that these guys aren't there, and I'm looking at Craig Randall and his stats and everything, he's a six four guy. Now I'm thinking to myself, yeah, he can definitely hoop. He can score. Can he be a guy that in today's era of basketball just spot up in the corner? And be James Jones, maybe probably because yeah. he's six four. Now, to me, I think about elite scores in the NBA, and they're typically six six and above. Yeah, usually he's a small he's a smaller guy, right? Mm-hmm. And there's not too many small guys out there that are just hooping like that.
0: But even then, but he's like, not like, six it, foot. He's but, not no. He's not yeah. six he's, but, not but, but he's not AI. Also, isn't the league like that. going smaller? Right, like the traditional big man is dying off, and they want a positionless basketball, and like. Right. Small but, balls are thing. Yeah, but centers
2: are still now, small balls are still six, eight, six, nine, six, ten. I mean, yeah, but you're
0: getting guys playing at three who are mm. six five.
2: There, there, well, there has to be something. Again, there has to be something there that no team feels like, you know what, he can contribute on an NBA team for 82 games. Whatever that is. I don't know what that is. I'm not I, in I those just, circles. I find it hard to believe. I, I find it hard gotta, to believe. I
1: gotta believe it's the measurables though. Because look at uh Paolo. He's coming up the court with the rock. Yeah. Look at Zion. Look at uh Mello. He's 6'8, six, 6'7. Six, so it's 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 per- It's not it's not the game, his game, it's the measurables and the analytics around so, it.
0: Perfect example. Trevor Keels just came out of Dude. You can choose between this dude, Craig Randall, who has who you know at a professional level can score the basketball. Mm-hmm. Trevor Keels is also 6'4. He's 18 years old, maybe 19. Went to Duke, he was up and down At one point, couldn't even keep a starting spot If you're choosing, let's say you're in a rebuilding mode Right, you know you're not winning now You're in a rebuild, you you stocked them on draft picks You're the Thunder You telling me you wouldn't rather have this guy than a Trevor Keels? Yeah, I'm choosing the proven commodity And
1: that's it's, all it's, I'm it's, saying it's, it's
0: politics too Oh, plenty of it, Speedy talked about that too yeah, mm-hmm. He's talked about plenty of that I mean, and, and like the thread I thought was really good And I'll send it to you guys later But he talked about that, he's like, you know a scout may come see you play and maybe you have an off night and then now they've just written you off. So now you that was may have been your quote unquote one shot. But a guy like Trevor Keels, because he's a five star, you know, recruit, he goes to Duke and you know, he's athletic, but he's only six four. He hasn't shown he's actually good at any single right. thing. Well, they're gonna take him because he's coming out of Duke. Harry Giles. I mean, like, come on. Like, <laughs> he, he he ever. was drafted. Yeah. <laughs> After doing zero, he did nothing. He got drafted off his high school highlight like, tape. <laughs> and, and there are guys in Europe, there are guys in, you know, China and all over the world playing in other professional leagues who for whatever reason can't get a shot because NBA NBA GMs are the smartest, quote-unquote, smartest people in the room. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the bigger issue. Everybody's trying to outsmart everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And honestly – Bro, just take the proven commodity Like it's you said, bro A bird in hand is better than two in the bush And I will always believe that Yeah but maybe one I mean, day we'll, we're kind of going yeah, right our know, I mean, maybe
2: of, maybe one day we'll get one of those GMs That bucks the trend And becomes a What's the what's the money ball guy? That, you know, he just went straight analytics And he's just You guys never seen Money, but It's a no. baseball reference Never mind It's a good and movie And moving on <laughs> That's Nibley's for the day, man. Uh, we got some college sports. We got some pick'ems. We got some great games. We need to talk Miami. We got to talk Florida State. We got some things to talk about. Let's get on it. Yeah, where we're going? Uh, Callejo. The Bulldogs.
0: Yale Bulldogs. Oh, wow. Not so fast, Midget. Not so fast. Not tonight, sweetheart. Not tonight. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're not going to do it? He said it. It's just a quote.
0: <laughs> See, now now it's now it's, it's awkward. It's dead. Right, yeah. Now it's
2: awkward. All right, fine. Uh Breeze, you got some pick'ems over there, man. We got pick'ems. All right. Wait, what's the
0: score? I we, I, I don't lose track on purpose, I, No, no, no. I have them all. I I, I, I always the have them. I always right. keep them Um I just don't have them updated yet. But I got all the picks. Mm. Mm. Suspect. Week go. Whatever. Week numero cinco, number seven Kentucky at number fourteen Ole Miss. Ole Miss was able to get a twenty-two to nineteen victory. Yes, that is indeed twenty-two to nineteen. They scored five points in the second (laughs) quarter. Very very fun stuff. Off a Kentucky flub play, by the way, Kentucky's quarterback is just blowing it. Garbage. I'm not going to say he's garbage. He's garbage. trying to cap for him, though, beginning of the season. Oh, I mean, I thought Will Levis was going to be straight.
2: He's, garbage. He's college Kirk Cousins. He is college Kirk Cousins. And he will get drafted. He will be drafted. You can bet oh, your bottom yeah. dollar. Yes, he's going to be drafted, and he's going to be the new version. He's going to be rookie Kirk Cousins. Yes, his ceiling is Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. They should have won that game, though.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. The fact neither team can throw the ball. Okay, real sidebar. It, real quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Is it only surprising to me? That Lane Kiffin has an offense that can't throw the ball well? Nobody else seems to be noticing that. Ole Miss cannot throw the ball well. Lane Kiffin is, is best known for revolutionizing Alabama's offense into a spread. But mm-hmm. now they're throwing the ball all over the field. And this guy has an offense that's his. Mm-hmm. He's been there for a few years now. He's recruited these players. He's I mean, taking these portal maybe he's, guys. He's
2: sticking with the bread and butter. They were like one of the best
0: rushing teams in the country last year, weren't they? In the SEC, yes. But the fact that they just they can't throw the ball well.
1: They've got all the weapons. You went and got Jackson Dart from USC. Got a bunch of transfer receiver. Um, I think it's a chemistry issue.
0: Okay, so you think they'll figure it yeah, out? Yeah, th-
1: that's one thing about the transfer portal that people don't talk about is how well players mesh together in one season.
0: That's a good point. That touche. All right. So as far as final score, I said yeah, omens Miss won twenty two to nineteen. As far as the picks went, uh, I said that Kentucky is a football school. I was wrong. Pump said running back behind center, QB flanked left.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Explain, please. Wildcat. Fair enough. Nice.
0: Uncle Street Clothes, <laughs> aka <laughs> Anthony Davis. So um, one of the best
2: nicknames in sports. It's not. It is. We all got it wrong. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> oh, we <yeah. laughs> we gotta get we gotta get that prices right. Music we have a here. sad trombone. <laughs> I
0: like Dars better. I forget that we have that. Game number two, number eighteen, Oklahoma State at number sixteen, Baylor uh this game was really the final score was only 11 point difference oklahoma state won 36 to 25 it felt like oklahoma state was always in control uh it felt like they were always ahead and baylor was trying to play catch up which baylor as a team really is not built to play catch up um they had a 22.3rd quarter but other than that they could only muster a field goal in the first quarter as far as the picks went I said that Boone Pickens just sounds racist. <laughs> like, like, listen to that name. Like, Say that. If you're listening to this podcast, say the name to yourself. Boone Pickens. Pickens. It Damn. just it sounds racist. Definitely. He's there's filthy like, rich, though. There's, there's a lot of racism in these picks. <laughs> <probably. laughs> Pump said Pistol Pete, not Merovich. Yep. And Unk said all they have is a good restaurant, per Pump. It's pretty good though. <laughs> which we don't have a name yet.
2: Uh, uh. <laughs> I thought I, I didn't give the name. My no. apparently you're not giving yeah, the you name. Said you were gonna give
0: the people a name. <laughs> I'm so, not a man of the people. Uh, you're the only one to get that wrong. Why'd you pick Baylor?
1: I believe in their coach, and I still believe in last what happened last year, and it, yeah. it's starting to look like it was an anomaly.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're my pick to win the the Big Twelve, and it's not looking. Not good. looking good. It's not looking good for him. Game numero tres, which we will spend a little time on this one. Mm. This one was number 22, Wake Forest, at number 23, Florida State. Uh, Wake Forest was able to get a 31-21 to victory. Uh, I will introduce the picks, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, my, my pick was, can Claussen go three straight? Pump said, Vires, Arties, and Maury's, the three-headed monster. And Unk said, J. Traff or Heisman. So, Still. Of course, you guys picked your squad, as to be expected. You have every reason to pick them. I did not. I'm the only one that picked Wake Forest, so I will take Shut that dub. Um, so, all right, real quick, can I clear this up real quick? Clear it up. I don't pick against Florida State for the sake of picking against Florida State. But you get a little nudge in picking against them um, because you're a rival. No, not fan. really. I try to I try to pick who I actually think will win the game. Okay. So and and I was I had a conversation. But in if the it's chat. that
1: even, that Miami and you're gonna tip the other way.
0: No, I try to find a, a reason to actually pick who I think is going to win the game. Okay, I mean, I picked uh, Shanesville to beat. Who did I pick them to beat? Kentucky. I believe so. And it bit me. Okay. So I will pick. I will pick a team that I don't like if I think it's the right pick. Wake Fair Forest. Enough. Wake Forest, as of late, and Dave Clawson. This is now three straight. Sometimes I think in football, especially in college, sometimes a guy just has your number for whatever reason. Like you guys own Mac Brown. Y'all own Mac Brown for whatever even when you have no reason to be beating North Carolina, every time y'all play North Carolina until it changes, I'm going to expect y'all to beat him. They just have their number. I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing, so I feel like Clawson's kind of got that for whatever reasons. he's just got y'all's number. I don't think his team is better necessarily. I just feel like for whatever reason, Clawson just has your guy's number. The crazy thing
1: is Willie beat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy thing, but Sam
0: Hartman was a freshman.
1: And now he's a mm-hmm. full blown adult with the rest of his team. Oh, they're a bunch
0: of they're a bunch of city workers. They don't
1: make they don't make mistakes. Yeah, their assignment correct, yeah. and they won't beat themselves. So you have to show up consistently throughout a whole game in order to beat Wake Forest. They mm-hmm. went to what double overtime with Clemson. They did. So it's it's not an easy out. It's, it's not an easy out. It's not Wake – you can't just look at the name, oh, Wake Forest, we're Florida State, we, we're supposed to beat them. You have to play assignment-correct football, and I think that for for a majority of the game we didn't. We came out good on the first drive, went down the field, like we've been doing all year on offense. Mm. um, But you got to play complementary football, and the defense just didn't want to play for some reason, especially the defensive line. I get it. That that offense is super
0: annoying. The,
1: the quarterback annoying. gets the ball, holds it in, in the chest of the running back for about five seconds, and nobody does anything.
0: Bro, they have a mesh point longer than Yo Gotti's forehead. <laughs> <Bro>. It's annoying. <laughs> Bro, it's super holds, annoying. I've never seen anything like it. It's actually remarkable.
1: And, and you would think it's easy to stop, right? Yeah, just, just blow it up. Get pressure mm-hmm. of the middle. But he pulls it and throws it over your linebacker. So you got to be disciplined. And it, it was just super frustrating. So... The negatives for me in this game is the D-line. Nobody seemed to want him to beat their man early mm-hmm. on. They just were playing patty cake. They, mm-hmm. The ball gets snapped, everybody's standing up, holding their man. Mm-hmm. But when Jared Verse got in there, who didn't play much in that game, he beat his man. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So the def- it was the defense for me. We saw how Jared Verse and Fabian Lovett were missed. Certain plays needed to be made. Greedy Vance. Could have turned the tide Bro. in that game. The pick Bro. went through your... The, the receiver went over your head and he caught... threw it at him. Yeah. So, guys weren't making plays. D-line, they eventually stepped up. Lack of complimentary football. And certain play calls were very questionable by Mike Norvell. He called a, a good game. But I think Pump mentioned it to me off air. We were in the red zone. And... End of the first half. End of the first half. It was like third and six. Mm-hmm. We ran a draw in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Trotted our kicker out there, and he missed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, 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 I can see
0: why that would be frustrating on but, the surface.
1: You got you got a six-foot-seven guy in Johnny Wilson. Right. What do, what do the Bucks do when we get in the red zone? Oh, We're Mike taking a his, shot to Mike. We're Mike taking at least save. two shots to mm-hmm. Mike. As you should. What, what's going to happen? He's going to catch it. Mm-hmm. he's going to knock it down or he's going to go over his head. Yeah. Nothing bad could happen from throwing to a six seven guy in the, in the red zone. So I, I think Mike, he wasn't as aggressive as, as he should have been, especially with a playmaker like that. And that kind of us, bit us. And like I said, against a, a, a well-disciplined team, you can't make those kind of mis- mistakes as as coaches and as players in what uh, Greedy Vance did. And it was a lot of penalties.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know people were talking about the the play calling. Um, that really? same situation happened. Yeah, and, and to me, that same situation, you know, the end of the first half came up again. Um, I think the first drive, or I think it might have been the first, or the first scoring drive um, in the second half, first or second, and they get into the red zone. And finally, what they do, they learn from their mistake. They took a shot to Johnny Wilson, who scored a touchdown. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm glad to see that. They said, "All right, we know we can't depend on our kicker. Let's not run it three straight times. Let's just get one shot with our six seven guy going up against a six one guy. The man has like a seven foot five wingspan. He's Throw huge. him the You're ball. You're not going to stop it. Throw him the ball. Bro, he's right. Huge. So cool. We got that, and now all of a sudden we can't depend on our kicking game. So it, it takes away a lot. You have to almost go for everything. Yeah. And they end up getting down so far." And Unc, I think I I was talking to you. I was talking to uh, Jarrell after that game too, and he mentioned the, the first thing he mentioned was play calling. I'm like, I don't. He could have called the perfect game ever. Wake Forest was 10 of 18 on third down and three for three on fourth down. You're not going to off the field, yeah. Right? They would they would get a good stop on first down, get a great stop on second down to be third and 14. They pick it up like it was nothing. Uh yeah. They couldn't get off the field. So at that point, you can call the greatest plays you want to on offense when are you gonna get the ball yeah right so that was my biggest thing for the game um but again the way that I saw them come back and I've said it a bunch of times to you guys about this Florida State team getting down 28 to 7 two years ago quit we're, so, we're getting we're getting beat 42 to 10 it's over so the fact that they came back and were a score of one possession away from at least tying the game right I take that as hate using moral victories. But seeing the growth of a team, I'll take that as growth for my team, right? And if if before this game someone would tell me Sam Harton throws for two hundred and thirty yards, I'm taking it. Those commentators gave that man's life story. God, it, it's so the annoying. story was that about that that they running game,
0: it. and that's where I was going to go. go ahead, that man. was the surprising thing to me: the difference in the the run game. Because you know, one, I think Mike Nervell, for good reason leads with the run game. You have right. three three good backs, mm-hmm. right? And you have a quarterback who's lethal running the ball. Mm-hmm. So he leads with the run game. So I'm like, all right, Florida State's going to get theirs on the ground more times than not. And then conversely, if I'm looking at Wake Forest, all right, they're going to spread you out. Okay, cool. To me, I feel like, and I could be wrong, I felt like the strength of you guys' defense is in the front seven. or So I thought, going into this game, I'm looking at Jared Verse, I'm looking at... It typically is, Fabian love Fabian Love it. I'm looking at they're Thune, not there though. I'm looking at so and maybe maybe going into it, I I wasn't aware of all the guys that wouldn't be there. But I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, like the strength of that defense in the front seven, because what I think this game showed was a lack of playmakers on the back end. Like those, there were plays to be made, I felt like, and nobody made it. And so at that point, then, you know, like that that interception you brought up, bro, that is that's, is unex- I'm like he, yeah. right like, he threw it right at him. He threw it right at him. Mm-hmm. So, to me, you got to make that play. When those opportunities come, especially in a spot like that, you have to make that play. And I know, like, preseason you were talking about uh, uh, Jamie Robinson. Yeah. And he makes plays. He's near the ball a lot. But I'm like, where's that play that flips the momentum? Where's that play that, hey, we we really needed to stop. We really needed – and somebody makes that play. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and again, I, I mean, I watch you guys' game, but I don't know your team as good as you do. I walked away from it thinking, "Who's that guy on the back end who's going to make that play?" It's
1: who you mentioned, Jamie Robinson. He was actually ACC Defensive Player of the Week. He had 13 tackles. Yeah, he didn't make an interception, but he cleaned up a lot of mess. But that just tells
0: me you're that just tells me you can. You're the last line of defense, which is good. <laughs> That's a good thing. But He but- plays in the box. If- but as a safety, I'm like, where's that where's that it, pass yeah, breakup? Where's yeah, that interception? Yeah, yeah, where's I that, get that yeah. oh.
2: To me, like on this team, there there is no Derwin. There's no Jalen. There's no Lamarcus Joyner, even, right? That guy nah. who's just cr- creating havoc, making a play every yeah. single game. He's making a play. There's nobody to me right now on that defensive backfield. Like I say it to you and Herm all the time. Yeah. These DBs are suspect. They're starting the fresh. They're a
0: liability at this point. I want to sound like an old man on this, and this is just this is just in general every incomplete play your <laughs> dbs are flexing and beating their chest that got on my nerves and so I, that's, and that's I, dbs period though we always talk about so this. but like your running backs like your running backs are good mm-hmm. your running backs just handle business you yeah, know that's, uh, that's, uh yeah. ward had a couple really good runs like uh, he oh my he had one run like in the in the box like just yeah. killed a dude and he and he just he just trots back to the play for the next play.
2: He's, he is tiny and is not easy to go down either. Like it's weird. Like I, center of gravity. He's easy. So he's like next. like I like that. They're they're good.
0: Yeah. They handle their business. They play at a high level. And they just make plays. Mm-hmm. The the over like it's like I felt like it was every single incomplete, especially when y'all are giving up third and longs. Yeah. Stop right. flexing. Stop beating your chest. Posing for a picture. Handle business. Yeah. Agreed. I
1: didn't like that. There there was a stat on the on the starting the corners. They were the lowest graded uh, pro football focus, I think, in the ACC or something like they were below fifty percent. So Interesting. Th- that's got to change. Um, yeah. But like Pump said, the thing about this team, we w- we would have been, it'd have been over with in the first quarter. We were down twenty eight to seven. It's a route at that point on previous teams. But to come back and fight and only lose by ten, and we don't we don't take moral victories, you know. But that's that's something to build on you talk about the climb and this is what the climb is about but you look at the schedule it doesn't get any easier next week yeah. you gotta we gotta go into yeah. North Carolina State and that's, try to at night it. at night which yeah. we don't do well <laughs> is <laughs> anybody that's there, a history with North Carolina State we're, oh, we're yeah. not that good on the road against them so that should
0: then we got Clemson on, on the heels he of that you. so we'll see what this team is made of moving forward yeah, fair enough. The best thing about college football is you can change the whole narrative in a week. True indeed. Seven days later, you can change the whole narrative. Yeah. All right. Number four in the Pick'em. Number 17, Texas AM. Jimbo, <laughs> you trash. <laughs> number 17, Texas AM at Mississippi State. Mississippi State got a 42 to 24 victory. The picks went as such. I said that Jimbo be cheating. Mm-hmm. He wasn't cheating Saturday. <laughs> <They> Try <tried>. it. <laughs> Pump, you went with racism state university? Yeah. But Mississippi and Texas both have long histories of yeah. racism.
2: Um, which I one? figured both. you was going to Mississippi State both. though. Both. I mean, spell racism. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Fair enough. What?
0: And Unc said Dak Prescott. So I'm <laughs> the only one that chose Texas him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. the Foolish. The reason why you I fool. picked him... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Anaya Smith was hurt So Anaya Smith Didn't matter Well he was hurt, he didn't play You know what I'm saying, it wouldn't matter Jimbo's like,
1: reeling right now But the
0: last, <laughs> the last two weeks When, when Texas A&M needed a play mm-hmm. They needed something to happen He's They that got guy. the ball to Anaya Smith and he made plays You know yeah. what
1: I call that? That's the Dalvin Cook moment
0: Yes, no no literally that's exactly what it was Jimbo, after they lost To Appalachian State The game plan for Jimbo has been get the ball to a nice Smith, get the ball to divine a chain and just, and hope that they can just carry this offense. Like there's no scheming. No, this is a
1: serious, how though? Like the way at the rate that Jimbo has been recruiting, how are you just relying on two players to, to win you games? That's an honest question. And I'm not trying to be a hater. No, no, but seriously, right, how look. are you still relying on two playmakers?
0: I said it. I said it to y'all. I said it in my other you know group chat that I'm in. I talked a lot of ball. I'm out on I'm out on Jimbo Fisher. I still think he's a top ten coach in the in the, in the country, mm-hmm. um, and I think maybe I'm out on him as an offensive coordinator more than anything because as a recruiter, he's still elite. He shows that obviously Texas A&M's money helps, um, so he shows that he can recruit. You know, I don't think like it's like this culture issue. I think he can lead a program it's time for him to give up the offensive play calling because it's, nothing's working. Mm-hmm. Nothing is consistently working. And if your game plan is get the ball to a Smith, get the ball to Devon A-Chain because they're just elite talents, that's not a scheme. That's not a game plan. That's not a playbook. He's trying to recreate lightning in a
1: bottle. Let go of the Florida State days. Like You have to adjust to what college football is nowadays. And yeah, his Like you dated. said, his offense is dated. Yeah, like you said, just step away and – Take a big look at the picture and get a young guy with with the ideas of what you want an offense to look look like, and let him implement some of his own things as well.
0: He was asked that after the <laughs> he was asked that after the Appalachian State game. He's like he's like, well, yeah. He's like, you know, evaluate everything. He's like, they were like, would you give up play calling? He's like, if I felt that it came to that, and honestly, this is probably going to be the year where he will he will have to make that decision because the 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 rumblings have started. The murmurs about firing him have started. And if and M has the money we all think they do, mm-hmm. they will swallow the last five years of that what ninety five million, hundred mm-hmm. million dollar contract. It's a lot of swallowing. that, that fifty Most. M's. They will take that and say, Whatever. Yeah. We'll pay it. Bro, just go away. Because there's no excuse. And this is year five. Right. That's this is the other thing, right? If it was year two, you know, especially if it's year one. It's you like get okay, you guys in five years you've been here five seasons this is number five and you've recruited inside
1: the top 10 in all five years consistently
0: on the on the backs of your boosters paying big money slice bread was right <laughs> i said it what a week ago bro slice bread was right man and shout out the bro bible <laughs> Jimbo don't like slice bread bro they just got another five-star d lineman last week david hicks last week supposed to go to oklahoma I don't know, like uh, the rumors are, he told Oklahoma staff that morning, I'm coming to Oklahoma. Gets on the stage and chooses Texan. AM. Dimbo made a call, dropped that bag on him. Two, two, <laughs> rumors are sliced bread. It wasn't sliced bread that said this. Two hours before commitment, there's a phone call. And all of a sudden now he's a Texan AM Maggie. And again, the boosters are spending way too much money to get these kind of results. It's, it's, it's egregious. It's bad, man. And and Bama comes to town this week. I hope they get boat raced. Like I really hope Bryce Young. If Bryce Young is healthy, Saban's going to try and get that man fired. Yeah,
1: Nick Saban ain't forget.
0: He doesn't forget anything. Yeah. If Bryce Young is healthy, Saban is going to try to run that score up and get that man fired. And not shake his hand after the game. He might not. Saban. <laughs> Last game of the week. This is a good game. Number 10, NC State at number 5, Clemson. Clemson was able to uh hang on you know they they were able to extend their lead when the second half got going uh they finished with a thirty to twenty victory uh the pigs win that I said that I hope Dabo trips running down the hill one day it's dangerous man. It's a dangerous <laughs> thing to do. That's exactly why he said it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it one day. pump said that Clemson is named after a slave owner well his name
1: was Clemson
2: uh Thomas Green Clemson I believe there you go yeah. I'm
0: I'm not surprised. South the Carolina. Clemson
2: Library used to be his plantation.
0: That huh. that area has really strong mm-hmm. racist roots. Excuse me, extremely. Yeah. And then Unc went with the refrigerator.
2: There's there was a great song I'll play for you one day one day. About the fridge? Yeah. This group called the refrigerettes. They used to use a fan club, and like the the entry to get into the refrigerates, it was a minimum weight requirement of like 200 pounds. Nice. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Got to be two-some to do something. (laughs) You
0: feel me? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, we all picked Clemson, Mm -hmm. which I try to avoid that, but um, it's number five, number 10. And And actually, NC State beat them last year. So, I'm like, yeah, it should be a good game. NC State's got a lot of fanfare. They were undefeated coming into the game, just like Clemson was undefeated, so... Clemson going to get a dub. Those are the pickups of the week.
2: Are you guys still with the quarterback controversy in Clemson? In Clemson, no, there's no controversy. Okay.
0: Yeah, DJ's holding him off. All right, yes, but they've changed what they're asking him to do though, which I think has made a big difference. They have tweaked the offense a little bit more, I think, to make him more comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's getting a lot more checkdowns, which get the ball to Will Shipley. Will Shipley's the best thing on that offense. Get him the ball in creative ways and let him cook.
1: I think Will he's he's overrated. Will Shipley really? Yeah, that's interesting. And to the DJ point, they're overusing them too. He can't be the leading rusher on the team.
0: That's but the best thing he can do.
1: He's gonna get hurt.
0: Uh, he's a big kid. Okay, um, I mean it worked. For, it worked for Scram Newton. Generational talent Yeah it's a difference I'm just saying like In terms of durability though I don't think I don't think he's Cam Newton In terms of like He can be that guy But I think from a Durability standpoint I would think he would He could hold up to it Better than Most quarterbacks could Okay we'll
2: see Uh, There's only one other game That was That I personally Kind of wanted to ask you guys about And how y'all felt about it Uh, Georgia and Missouri I almost forgot about that Georgia Squeaked out a win 26 26-22 Um, Two weeks in a row now Yes Which again I don't Early in the season they came out Like they were just the most dominant thing ever Still on defense Um, National championship hangover Starting to set in People I mean they got the Bulls out on their back Obviously right everybody's gonna come in And give you your best shot when you're the defending champ Um, Do you think that this is gonna be Something that progresses Or do you think they just get their stride back I think
0: they're bored like first of all mm-hmm. the hardest thing to do in college football is to get these kids ready to play every single week they're not adults they're not it's not pro ball this college they're, they're still college kids they're you know a lot of 18 19 20 years old mm-hmm. hardest thing to do so you've got that as a, as an issue and then you they're bored and I'm gonna give some credence to Nick Saban and the rat poison, right? Like you start listening to all the outside stuff. You like Georgia knows how good they are. Mm-hmm. That team knows they're just so much more talented than virtually every team they play. I think it's a little bit of boredom. You you come out, you play this quote unquote big game, number eleven Oregon, forty nine to three. Okay, then you play Sanford, thirty three to zero, as it should be. He's like, all right, they're going on the first road test. They go to South Carolina, forty-eight to seven. It's like dog. We're kind of just bored. Like they're almost like simulating games. Like <laughs> you mean you set like a like a dynasty mode yeah, in college football? Yeah. You're like I don't. I I could simulate that game and my team will still win. Right. They're almost simulating some games. And when you simulate, sometimes I, I love the, the the last NCAA fourteen where you could watch the score progress and then you could stop mm-hmm. it if you wanted to and actually play the game. They're almost like doing that and like simulating through. the game. like, oh, all right. Tight game, we need to play it. Sometimes you simulate and you'd almost get beat. I feel like they're just simulating games.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're still, I think, the best team in the nation. But if I had to nitpick, I would say they have to figure something out at, at wide receiver because yeah. if Brock Bowers is your best wide receiver, who, which I'm not <laughs> mad at, I, I think he's a Heisman candidate at tight end. Mm-hmm. But you got to have guys step up. Um Stetson Bend didn't throw for a touchdown. Lad McConkey, McCon- McConkey,
2: McConkey is the best wide receiver. No, he is, and he's not that guy. No, he's not. So, is it related to the Giants, McConkey, the old wide receiver. I would be,
0: I would be, I would be surprised if there's another batch of McConkeys running out here like that.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and yeah, put a Yeah, I mean, somebody in that wide receiver room got to step up. The running backs aren't playing like Georgia running backs. I, who's the guy this year that, that's standing out?
0: Um, it, Nobody. Oh, really. uh, it's uh, not standing out, not really, but it's, it's Kenny McIntosh. I mean, it's running back by committee.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're still going to sleepwalk through the season, they're going to show up against. Florida and and dominate that game because that's a game. That's yeah. a that's a prime everybody's watching. I think they're Florida State fans jokingly jokingly say we're the we're the box office boys. I think Georgia is the box office boys cuz when the nation's watching, they're going to put on a show.
0: And uh, and nobody okay.
1: nobody nobody's interested on the Georgia team in a Missouri game no. at high noon.
0: Bro, I'm but I'm with you.
1: Put them on ABC and see what happens. They're going to turn up. Right. So, I'm with you. they just bored.
0: <laughs> That's it. But that is two weeks straight, though. It is. They've had to kind of grind out a victory.
2: And, I mean, again, to me, the, the, the sign of a good team is if you can win those games. Like, all the games that you're supposed to win, you still find or create ways to win. Win is a win. I, I feel like there's a big difference between finding a way to win and creating ways to win. I think that they're still creating ways to win because they're that good. Yeah. So... It's still Georgia. All right, fellas, I think that's it uh, on the college side of things. Uh, Take a quick break, and then we'll finish with some National Football League. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor, perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly.
0: Bring it in. Boom, 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 boom.
2: <laughs> That's actually better form than me. No, he's got the, he's gotten the chin get, on gotta, the you shoulder. Gotta, you gotta, you, gotta, you it, gotta get on the chin rest. It was real. It was real elegant. It wasn't gritty. That's <laughs> how
1: you play the violin. Nah, <laughs> it's, it's an elegant Come, instrument.
0: Nah, I want that aggressive play. Pause.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Week four, fellas. Uh, moving along. Week four. It's going too fast. Relax. Want it nice and slow? It's, it's, it's okay, here. Okay. It's here for you. It's right. Just just chill, <laughs> chill. Okay. I mean, we'll listen. We'll <laughs> we'll get we'll get into we'll get into our boys a little bit later. A uh, couple of couple of games that are out there want to start off with the Eagles and the Jazz. Well, can we can we start with Thursday night? I'm sorry. Oh, do you want to go can Thursday night? Yeah, Oh, you want to just tap into Tua and Yeah, stuff?
0: can we just address this thing? Let's let's let's, let's, do it. let's tackle that quick. All right. maybe, um, maybe tackling it isn't the right <laughs> isn't the right thing. To say. Let's touch on it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. All right. So what was it last week or the week before? Um, Asha's gripe of the week. It was um, last week. Okay. She mentioned uh Tua and his head injury or quote unquote back injury. Uh this week he gets clearly concussed uh against the Bengals on Thursday night one of the most ugly plays like I've I've seen guys get hit in boxing I've seen you know you get hit in your arms lock up I've never seen a man's hands twist up scary. like that it was very scary yeah. and I mean instantly get carted off um, like, one of, like one of the things One of the moments that really got me was uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and I remember they were teammates So like uh, I think it was at halftime And him talking about it He actually kind of got a little emotional Like talking about like what he witnessed um, Scary moment somebody, Some heads were rolled uh, The what's the independent so, doctor That's a bad way to put that Was fired <laughs> It's a bad uh, way to describe uh, cut, that out. <laughs> I'm sorry No no pun intended Somebody was terminated Yes. Uh, for their role, scapegoat. Um, definitely scapegoat. I yep. mean, you guys can go ahead and, and talk about it. You know, lay it out there how you feel. It's I mean, it's very disappointing the the overall look of it. So,
1: yeah. And I was looking through Twitter, and a lot of people were saying, "I don't even think I want my kid to play football." And why would you when you see this kind of thing that that you should have monitored? given the fact that it was such a short turnaround, they went from playing Sunday to playing Thursday night football. Yeah. And it was completely mishandled by the NFL, and I think the NFL had to kind of step back and reevaluate the product that they're putting out. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you got a lot of people's lives after football at at your mercy right now, so you gotta you gotta take that serious. Whether or not we joke about the NFL not caring, it's important and it's a quarterback driven driven league. And I would hope moving forward, the NFL does something about these kind of things. I don't know what. Maybe you you create some sort of technology, better helmets. I, get away from turf field, maybe. I don't know, but that that was just a scary sight and. It was just completely mishandled from the Dolphins all the way up to the NFL.
0: I'm gonna go out on a limb and I and the NFL can do better. Right. Right? And if they've put together the protocols and all that stuff, and clearly a guy can still pass protocols, right? If he if he was indeed concussed last week before the Thursday game, clearly the protocols aren't checking all the boxes or people are bypassing protocols. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they said that he went through all of it the multi-day evaluation so he goes through the evaluate the immediate neurological on-field evaluation in the tent they take him into the back he goes through those checks he comes back into the game finishes that game apparently there are like as the like the next following days there are other protocols that they continue to monitor him and you know whatever and he still plays so either the protocols are broken And guys can or either can, you know, they know how to cheat it or, you know, they just aren't thorough enough. Or on the off chance, he wasn't concussed and Thursday was the first concussion. Probably not likely. The other thing I think that people don't talk about and it probably isn't the time to talk about it because it's going to sound maybe a little callous. um, To is an adult? Like, and I thought about like, what would it take for my job to make me not work? Now, obviously, I don't play in a national televised thing. Nobody's reporting on what I do at my day job. But I thought about it like, what would have to happen for my job to say, no, you can't work? Hmm. Right. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, even if something catastrophic happened in my life, if I logged on to work, my my boss is not going to come to my house and close my laptop and take it. She'll be like, hey, you, you probably shouldn't work. Hey, or maybe try to, you know, avoid giving me additional things. But like I'm trying to think like what would have to happen for my job to be like, no, you can't work. Because that's a conscious decision. I mean So yeah, like and we talked about it last week with, you know, the the mindset of the NFL is, you know, tough guy league and, you know, he's gunning it out and guys get, you know, credit. They get praised for, for fighting through injuries and stuff like that. But then also you got guys like, you know, the linebacker for the 49ers who won like rookie of the year and then retired. Or, like, uh, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis, who's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm just done. You know, the other, the other side I look at is like, Tua's family is good forever. Like, the money he's made thus far, he and his family is good forever. And his little brother is getting NIL money. Like, their family's good. He doesn't need to play another snap. Now, everything else is, is, is a choice. So, at, at some point, though, do we not ever look at these grown men and say, take better care of yourself? Like I I don't put myself in harms in harms way because I know I have a wife who not necessarily depends on me but you know right. what I mean like she wants me to come home every night. She wants me to be safe. So I need to make decisions that I don't ever put my livelihood in in a compromising situation as much as possible. Right. The NFL yes can do better but also the players need to do better. Yeah.
1: It's, I, it's hard to do that when you're a competitor though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah.
0: It is. I mean, I, I I guess, but we've seen guys do it, and there's a difference between Tua could say, "Hey, look, like look, y'all, I I I think I was concussed. I won't play a week. Like what? Like are the Dolphins now going to not? Because he's now the franchise guy. They they have they have given him the keys to this franchise. But he's
1: approaching a payday as well. You talk about changing his his family's livelihood forever. This is the this is the payday. And we we, he, we see how quarterbacks are getting paid.
2: Change that with his first contract.
0: Right. He, I, I and get so that. and that and but that's my he could if he the took off bag one is week, on the table. If he took off one week, right, so far, so far through this season, offense has been lighting it up. They're rolling, they look good. He's like, Look, it is my back. It's a short week. Hey, I I don't think I should go this week. You know, the back, you know, clearly we all saw what happened to me on the field. We know it's a concussion, but let's call it a back wink wink. I I think I shouldn't play this week. He can do that. And they're not going to, that doesn't change the trajectory of what the Dolphins have already banked on him. And if he continues to light it up the rest of the, what, 14 weeks, 13 mm -hmm. weeks, they're not going to say, well, well, hey, we didn't forget it. You sat on that Thursday night game. Like, come on, man. At some point, be an adult and, and take control of your own livelihood. I don't, I don't expect my job to protect me from the world and from myself.
1: Well, actually, my job does because we don't have fans because somebody t- stuck their hand in a fan and got hurt. So they took away fa- fans company-wide. That's so- goofy. Yeah, it's it's stupid. That's goofy, but whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to stay on this topic. But are yeah. you are you blaming tour? Is a bulk of the blame on tour or the Dolphins?
0: I think I think it's, it's shared blame. If he indeed was concussed last Sunday, and somehow plays again on Thursday, the blame is on everybody. Yeah, nobody gets to avoid blame in this situation because they all played a part in it. Him, the team, this other doctor who evaluated him, whoever put the protocols in place. Everybody's to blame And the issue in these situations is Everybody wants to start pointing fingers And nobody wants to start saying Well this is what we could have done better Everybody wants to start pointing at everybody else Because they don't want to be to blame that, And then it, it becomes
2: a That's actually standard NFL protocol right there And that's trash The NFL does a very good job of deflecting blame Or saying well you know what We can do better uh, Okay I mean but they're they're not really going, or they're gonna make certain things like, oh well, we really believe in player safety, and we'll we'll do all these things. We'll we'll let you kick off from the thirty five now,
0: and we're in, we're investigating mm-hmm. with what with who.
1: I look at it from a business standpoint. If I'm a business owner, I'm protecting my product from themselves. Then so to does, speak, then he doesn't play. Yeah, if I'm the Dolphins, you're not playing. I don't care what you say. You're, you're the you're the franchise guy. You're in your second year. We need you for ten plus years, yeah. not for two games. Yeah. And the sad the sad so part protecting is protecting you from yourself.
2: The sad part is to your point. Like the the one player that I thought of when you were like some of these players have to take accountability. I immediately went to Derrick Rose. Like he said that oh, came yeah. back from this ACL. I don't feel right still, mm, and he sat yeah. out the next season. Like, Kawhi like, did it. I, I don't feel good. So what and now and, and Kawhi gets ridiculed a lot for it and to this Denny day, Davis gets not as ridiculed. much as he probably should. I, I think was, I think we talked about that, not as much as he should, but he does. And in a sport like football, the gladiator sport, quote unquote, if a guy doesn't play and is like, oh, is, is he soft? Is he gonna be there when he, when we need him? Well, do you want his head to be scrambled when he plays? Correct. When he's you doing it,
0: you don't need him on a random Thursday night. I, in Cincinnati. I don't the need is, him on Week Four. The, the
1: thing is, we don't care about these players until they You see what happened to Tua happened. Like we're gonna. Yeah, that's a true. Story. A lot of us would have been saying, "Oh, Tua, he's soft. He's got a, a back
0: problem, or his
1: his pinky hurt."
0: But until point, he's something hurt, right? catastrophic, it's like, oh, everybody cares now. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing That's the other thing I, I don't like about it Everybody's now using this As an opportunity To say see See look 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 Right Like where were you Where were you last week When Justin Herbert Was playing through rib cartilage Right Your ribs protect Your vital organs Let's say <laughs> he gets hit Just in the right way Puncture your and, ribs And Puncture now he punches a lung Yeah mm-hmm. Right or he punches Another major organ Yeah Where was the outrage then J.J. Watt Had his heart shocked This week And it was a bunch of Minor fake outrage He had his heart Shocked this week and played a full football game. And where was the media outrage? They want to pick and choose, Mm -hmm. and now they got an opportunity to say, see look, see look, no. Like, come on, man. We're numb to a a lot of things,
1: man. We're numb to a lot of things. I don't want to get on like social issues. We see people shoot people on on camera and
0: don't really. Yeah. I I I just I didn't like I didn't like the some of the reactions to it. And I I think he also should he should also be partly to blame. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's a grown man. No, I Why mean? they held him at gunpoint and made him go out there.
2: So. All right. Well, on, on a lighter note, there was <laughs> like, <I> know, right? <laughs> there was it was Sunday football. Yeah. Uh one of the games that I kind of wanted to touch on was a uh I don't know if it was a, a a low-key version of a litmus test for some of these teams, but the Jags and the Eagles. The Eagles are riding very, very high. People are starting to believe in them. People think that Jalen Hurts is proving a lot of people wrong so far through four weeks um, of the season and The Jaguars are starting To almost resemble a Competent football team mm. Um, That came crashing down For a bit <laughs> they got off to a good Start and then Trevor Lawrence Got uh, a little case of the, the, the Dropsies and fumbled The ball four times lost all Four and the Eagles came And, and won that game 29-21 um, I guess a, a, in a way Too soon Uh, Predictions or or thoughts of these teams I mean the Eagles do look like a a Really good football team right now and if Jalen Hurts is going to continue to play the way He's playing so far The Eagles will be tough and plus they're in a You know crappy somewhat crappy Division Um, But they could be It's crappy crappy. there's crappier divisions out there Um, But yeah they look good and then At the other end we've seen what Trevor Lawrence and this Jaguars team has done before that game so far. I mean, they were two and one. I don't think anybody expected the Jags to even be two and one or even two and two at this point. So what are you guys looking at the the Eagles and, and the Jags right now?
1: So for me looking at the Eagles, I, I will give you guys an answer now. Cause I think <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of up in the air, whether I think the Eagles are one of the top teams. And I think they are looking at their roster. There's not a lot of holes in it. If you, They've got two legitimate receiver, a good tight end. Miles Sanders is a quality back. And Jalen Hurts, he's starting to gain ground in the NFL. He's starting to kind of, the game's starting to slow down for him. He's starting to make the throws that you need him to make. And he's very dangerous with the football in his hand when it comes to running. But I'm looking at this defense though. And they went and got Chauncey Gardner. Mm-hmm. They got James Bradbury, who's a, who's a, a, a solid DB. They got uh the, the kid from Georgia, Jordan Davis. The Kobe Dean hadn't played yet. He's going to come back. And uh what's the, what's the other corner? Um I'm losing his number 2. He, he's probably top Oh, 10. Darius. There Dari- yeah, Darius, Darius Slay. Slay. So it's it's a really good defense and a lot of people don't talk about that defense. And you couple that you couple that defense with a high-powered offense. That could be trouble, especially in that division where there's not a lot of competition. And on the opposite side of things, the Jags—they only lost by eight points, and it was—I keep saying it—bad weather, and they sunshine lost the ball four times, and they still lost by one possession. And they're two and two. Who—who would have saw this coming? And yeah. there's not a lot of superstars on their on that team. So I, I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but they're a formidable formidable opponent
0: this year. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the Eagles are a good team. I. I I don't think they will come out of the NFC. I don't. They're not my pick to win NFC. I think they are. I think they are good. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I actually always have been. I do. I do still think though. In terms of throwing the ball, he still has some ways to go. I think he's developing, but I still think he has a ways to go. Right. I look at that game and I'm like five four fumbles and they only won by a possession. Yeah. Like that's kind of concerning right because at that point if they just don't give the ball away they might win that game right offensively uh you know trevor Steele threw two touchdowns right they had a defensive touchdown on a pick six you know they came out really really hot and then the turnovers just really just decimated all their momentum so honestly if they can just take care of the ball they're probably going to win that game which says that the eagles then have some deficiencies right now all teams do. All teams have some sort of deficiencies. I'm thinking about that team long term. Look at their schedule. Their schedule's weak. They they have to play one of the 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 bottom schedules in terms of strength of schedule, if that's a thing in pro football. You know that schedule is weak. Uh, so they will they will win a lot of regular season games. I think though, what will it look like postseason? Is this a team that can go toe to toe with the teams who know how to win in the postseason? I think the defense has the talent to do it. Offensively, they've got they they are they're trying to insulate Jalen with weapons. Can that running game sustain? Miles Sanders broke out today. All All right, right, cool. We've also seen Miles Sanders go like eight weeks without breaking seventy five yards in in a game. You know what I mean? Like, can they offensively play a complimentary ball? And even in this game, Jalen didn't throw a touchdown. He he threw for two hundred four. He ran for another thirty eight. He ran for a touchdown. He didn't throw a touchdown. So, you know, against a against a Jags defense that's still figuring it out. So, I mean, I, and I could be nitpicking, but. Um, you I are nitpicking. The, I think the Eagles are a good team, but, I, I mean, I think there's still some development to go. And the Jags, I think the Jags are just figuring out how to win. Mm-hmm. I think they're, just, they're learning. They're young. You know, there's going to be some bumps in the road. This is just a historically bad day for Trevor. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. He'll grow from it. I think the Jags are still a fun team to watch. Okay. Agreed all right
2: uh <laughs> one of the most more shocking uh games of the week even my mom was was watching the uh uh the bottom line she's like, wait a minute they they lost uh Bill's ravens yeah uh Ravens had a twenty to three lead i think late in that second quarter and then just seemed to implode is that a good that a good way yes yeah uh inside the red zone. <laughs> Actually, I think they finished that game with back-to-back possessions with a pick. I believe I think the last two possessions of that game they had interceptions and yes, then yeah, and, and, yeah, and then there's the fourth down play inside the red zone and you throw another pick and end up losing that game 23-20. Um bad play calling? Do you like what
0: what what happened? Everything? Everything was bad. The play call was bad, and the decision was bad. Mm-hmm. So Lamar doesn't get off the hook because it was a bad play call, and the play call don't get off the hook because Lamar made a bad decision.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, funny thing is, there was a guy wide open. And so somebody on Twitter replied, and they were like, well, if somebody was wide open, then it must not have been a bad play. I'm like, no, still a bad play. Right. Somebody just happened to get open despite the bad play call. And uh, that's where Lamar was looking to go, and it was just way, way too late. By the end, the safety had figured it out, and he had made his way over there. Um, This is now a theme with the Ravens. Same thing happened with the Dolphins. Up big in the first half, seem to be fully in control, and then they come on the third quarter, and it's like they just stop playing. Like, they don't realize that there's two halves to play. And they've lost the second half and then thus lost both of those games, you know, twice now. And both of those times, they were up and in control of the game and then unable to sustain in the second half. You know, I understand you want to leave the run. This is who the Ravens are. This is who Harbaugh is. But my goodness, it's almost like they start trying to kill the clock. As soon as they get the ball in the second half, it's like, bro, there's a lot of football left. And um, it's it's a funky and just strange thing to watch. I'm not mad with the play
1: calling because you got to look at their defense. Uh, that was just basically uh, Harbaugh saying, I don't trust my defense. Let's go. Let's kill this game right here. No, no, no. no.
0: I wasn't against going forward. I don't like the play they called. Which like is literally uh, the play call.
1: Yeah. You you cut the you cut the field in half. And I think you rolled Lamar to the
0: right. And it was a straight drop. Okay. First of all, uh, why, why wouldn't you give Lamar like an RPO? Give him an option where he's got zone. He's got read where he can hand it or he can keep it and run it. Yeah. Or he's got a couple quick option decisions. Make him, was most,
2: make him the most dangerous he can be.
0: It was literally a just drop back. And in that game, and this is my biggest issue with it, I said it the whole game. He wouldn't run the ball. Like I don't know if y'all were like did y'all, I don't know if y'all watched that game. I'm like, Lamar just run. Lamar Man, just run. He still
1: had 73
0: yards. He he ran enough. He could have run for hundred and fifty. Like th- like even the announcer said it. The announcers like, why is he just holding on to the ball? He took a couple of sacks. It's like if he just decides to run. He gets most. He gets yardage, and he. It was one of those. It was almost like. It's almost like one of those games where he's like, "I'm trying to prove to people that I can just be a pocket passer." And it's like, bro, just go win games. But if
1: you look at Lamar this year so far, he's done a lot of work in the pocket. He hasn't tr- tried to run intentionally a lot this year, and I think the <sighs> yeah. Bills, the Bills, did a great job of taking away Mark Andrews. Everybody, everybody, know who you're trying to throw to every time they play the Ravens. And they took away Mark Andrews. I would know. I had him on my fantasy team. I'm like, <laughs> when is when is he going to get a catch? <laughs> so, so then,
0: who's the next? Who's the next option?
1: That's the thing. The His, rest.
0: Lamar's legs are the yeah. next option. So yeah. just
1: run. But to to our point that we always say, you got to protect yourself in this contract gear So don't go uh-huh. out there and get hurt too. So I think he's playing smart in that aspect. Yeah. I mean, he's leading the
2: league in touchdown passes. He's yeah. got so 11 yeah, TD passes. Doing on, something on the right. Year. Yeah. The Ravens are two and two, and then, I guess, real quick, just finish up on this game. I mean, Lamar's going to get paid by somebody, and the way that this is going right now, two and two, there's still a lot of football left. Do you guys see him losing any money, or even the Ravens bringing him back at all at this point?
1: He's not. Lo- he's already got his money in the bag. Okay. It's, it's just a matter of who's going to pay him and how. How How are they going to pay him? Mm-hmm. And if you're the Ravens, you'll be foolish not to bring him back.
0: Yeah, I think I think Harbaugh really, really likes Lamar. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we've we talked about it on this show before, the seeming respect that they have amongst mm-hmm. each other. Go back to that fourth down call in the playoffs, I and mean, like, mm-hmm. Harbaugh's like, hey, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Harbaugh loves him, so if he can keep him, he will. And, I mean, the Ravens, like, he is it. For your team, so they would be foolish not to bring them back. Okay. So, uh, to Unk's point, somebody's going to yeah. throw a ridiculous bag right. at him.
2: Y'all got three hundred million next season. Uh, if I would love to, let me dig in Zoe piggy bank, see what I got. <laughs> Man, I would donate to that. I dig it. All right, one of the last things. I mean, unless there is some interesting games that you guys have, I don't think that there really are. Oh. Um,
1: the Patriots and Packers game was pretty interesting. <clears throat> I don't know if we want to talk about that though, but garbage. We should have beat the Packers. That's what I
2: took uh, from that game. They almost lost to a third string quarterback. Bro, we should have beat them. Listen, they almost lost to the Bears. They're not right. good. I'll leave it alone. Go, Go ahead. Sorry. Speaking of, uh, you guys mm. and my guys are both two and two. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if we're being one hundred percent honest with with each other. I think that you guys right now are also in the land of misfit quarterbacks because Tom don't look good. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. No, Tom don't look that. good. He's still the goat. Don't, I'm straight. One thing I said, I, I had a conversation That's with somebody on Sunday, and Breeze. I think you said at the beginning of the season. I think you probably said it too. This is still a top three Bucks defense. They're they're one of the best defenses in the league for sure. Right? They didn't they didn't look it against KC. Sunday. They didn't look it. But if right now I have to depend on. That defense, with the hopes that Tom Brady figures it out on offense, I'll roll the dice on Tom Brady figuring it out at some point, especially when he gets all of his weapons back, right? Right, right. now, he's throwing to Zoe and Troy. No, nah,
1: they were all there.
2: No, not for the whole season. They haven't always been uh, they haven't no, all no, been no, healthy. It's, it's yeah, that's, that's, Sunday, what, I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That all offense right. hasn't yeah, been yeah. there. Now, what I did see on Sunday from you guys was rough. Yeah. I mean, very, very rough. And – you know, you guys, again, figured out a way to beat KC when they, you know, the, the original version of KC. Now here's Andy Reid with a a new version of that team. Still kind of the same tricks. And y'all was getting, I mean, cut, cut, good. Like, where did it break down for y'all in that game? We couldn't get going. We just couldn't get going in time. Like,
1: KC hit the ground running. And we were just trying to get, you know how you try to start a car and it just, <laughs> like just, Brady's just doing that while mm-hmm. Mahomes is gone. Yeah. So we just couldn't get going. I don't see why you say we we're in the land of misfit quarterbacks because he threw for a 385 and three touchdowns. It, it, there's something. I just, mean,
2: I mean it, it didn't look great, but he, he didn't turn the ball over. He hasn't looked great all season. I mean, like like you it's said, four games he, in, and, yeah, but he hasn't looked great. What Against the Packers, y'all scored what, 12 points? Mm-hmm. That's not a great Packers defense. He had one receiver, but yeah, I I get it. Still hasn't looked good,
1: but it's Tom Brady. But in this game, we we just couldn't get started. The defense didn't help us at all. Um, It's not like at what point, if you're the Bucks' defensive coordinator, you say, "Let me take away Travis Kelsey." You know they're going to throw to him. Oh yeah. There wasn't any adjustment made, and we couldn't get the offense started. By the time we got it started, the game just got out of hand.
2: I I, I low key felt like this is that game that Unc was gonna call for uh <laughs> for your boy to stop Todd Bowles man. I was just waiting.
0: Todd Bowles, go go ahead, Breeze. You know what's crazy? The thing that frustrated me defensively is that we didn't try to dictate terms to them. Like we didn't really blitz. We didn't. You know, like Todd is known for like the the like like he's a blitz well, king. You you
1: actually said it. You said you you said. Uh, Andy Reid is one step ahead of Todd Bowles Correct. the entire night.
0: Because I felt like they were trying to play reactive football instead of, hey, this is who we are. Like, you want Devin White going forward. Like, did Devin White blitz at all? Like, I, I felt like we he didn't. Was, yeah, he was
1: spying the whole night.
0: Yeah, like, I didn't feel like we we tried to dictate terms, and so we ended up chasing the whole night. Right, we, we tried to play it safe. We tried to keep everything in front of us, Try to get him in third and longs. You know what I mean? But then, like, they're, they're chunking away at us. And so, you know, defensively, I was very, very frustrated. I'm like, we're not dictating any terms. Like, literally, they're dictating the terms, and we're trying to keep up instead of trying to force them to do what we want them to do. So I didn't like that defensively. Offensively, I was actually I was actually positive coming out of the game because I felt like the passing game started to find its rhythm in this game. Mm-hmm. This is the first time since week one no this is the first time all season we've had all the guys chris godwin played in week one we ended up coming out mm-hmm. so we had all the receivers this week which means now you got to figure that out right i mean mike evans is going to do what mike evans did brady started getting that rhythm back thrown in the middle of the field to chris godwin i think he's still trying to figure out what Quintoris' role is going to be on this russell gage is always on the ground like, am I the only one that noticed that?
2: Is he Kyle Lowry? No, I haven't noticed. He's
0: always on the ground. He either slips before the catch or right after a catch. He's on the grounds.
2: NFL, Kyle Lowry, bro, it's mad annoying.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. It's mad. But offensively, though, I actually came out of it feeling positive. Like I felt like the offense started to find a rhythm. The passing game started to find a rhythm, and then now we can build on that. And the other thing, I mean, the Chiefs that said the Super Bowl year. They cooked us in the regular season. That offense blew us out of the water. But then once we got a taste of it, we figured it out. We played them in the Super Bowl, and we we had their numbers. So.
1: so I'm going to be that guy. Of course you are. This is why I wasn't sold on the defense. I said, give me some more games. Because if you look at our schedule, we played the Cowboys, who was it was just Dak and CD mm-hmm. and a washed-up Zeke.
2: Who is Cooper Rush? Right. Then Still trying to figure it out.
1: Then you look at New Orleans. We know Jameis. He's going to throw us picks. Green Bay, who do they have at receiver? Me, you, and Pump? So you actually play a really good offensive team and you give up 40 points. So that's a cause for concern. When you actually play against a good offensive team, what are you going to do? Because the first three games, they were cakewalk when it came to what they did on offense. Mm. So I'm not ready to anoint them as one of the top. Defensive teams in the league. The, the talent is there.
0: Let me ask you this. How many offenses did we play like the Chiefs? Not not many. To I be don't honest. think there are any other offenses like the we Chiefs. We got the
1: Falcons coming up, the Steelers, the Panthers. So you know, you know what I can Lamar might to?
0: cause trouble. The Rams and
1: Super so, Cup may cause trouble. So
0: I thought about this, right? And I think I made this analogy in basketball where it was like playing the Bucks. I think it was the Bucks the books of the wars i'm like when you play them in the regular season it's so hard because nobody else plays like they do milwaukee Bucks. yeah I in gotcha, basketball gotcha. right nobody else plays that style of ball that milwaukee plays or like golden state plays mm-hmm. it's very unique to them the chiefs play a style of offense that's very unique to them and so when you play them most of the time I mean we're talking about one of the most prolific offenses we've seen on a like a, they're on a five year run now. So yes, they're going to have your numbers some days. I'm I'm okay with that in week f- in week 4 because this happened before. I saw this movie. Well,
1: let's talk about expectation though. Like if you look at playing the the teams in the AFC like the Chargers and the Bills who have high powered offenses. N- none
0: of them are with the Chiefs. The Chief, it's not the fact that they're just high powered. It's the things that they do are very unique. So so the Chargers, is the Bills. The, the Bills play a, they do play a very different type of ball, but honestly, you have to be worried about the Bills, but they don't like the way the Chiefs beat us. It wasn't they didn't bomb us over the top. They didn't they didn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, the the 10-yard, the 10 to 15-yard game. It was a quick game that they made quick passes, they were they were able to convert. And then Pat Mahomes just did some ungodly stuff. Okay, cool. Now you've gotten a taste of something like that. If you see them again, if you see an offense that tries to do similar things again, you've now been exposed to it. So now that 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 memory is there. So it's just like when they killed us when we played them in the regular season before, when we saw them again, we killed it. We knew what was up. The jig was up. We knew we knew what we needed to do to beat you. We'll so see. going forward, I think we're going to play some really good offenses. We play the bills, you know, we, we play the Ravens, which, so I think we'll play some other teams, but we won't play another team that plays like the Chiefs. They're very unique in what they do, and I think other teams who do more traditional type of things are going to struggle. But I mean, that's I don't know. We'll, I'm I'm not sold on this defense. I mean, and Todd. That means you never will be, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> you're you're always <laughs> waiting for a reason to not believe
1: him. Hey, Smb got a
0: pick. He's back. Th- this is his first game back. This is the first game he's played this season.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, I could have swore he had three PIs in the first game. Nah. No? No. This is the first game he's played this season. I mean, like he, he's won when he sit, like walks into the stadium. So. All right, bro. What about them bears? What, <laughs> what's the Bears? Let's talk about them. The <laughs> Bears lost to,
0: to the Giants. Oh, there were people praying on your downfall. Uh, <laughs> So I put a tweet out. I'm like, I said, if the Bears lose to, uh to Daniel Jones, pump is going to be hot. And one Clint of them is your cousin. Clint and 12 I, well, immediately responded, Can't wait. And <laughs> um,
2: I hope so, or something like that. This sounds about right. It's It'd be on people. It, it, really it does. It's, it's cool. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, the Giants apparently are, well, they're 3 and 1. They're not, they're not a good 3 and 1. Gee Saquon man. Barkley is him. Well, Saquon Barkley is that guy. Daniel Jones is not. Uh, the, the game. <laughs> The Bears are going to constantly frustrate me all season because for whatever reason in all the game in all four games so far that defense has kept the game close. It's been a classic Chicago Bears kind of game. And then they just find a way to just do something stupid at the end and lose it. And at this point, Justin Fields can't win a football game. Like he's 11 for 22, he's got no touchdowns, 174 yards and he's just He'll make a good play and then he makes a bad play. Makes a good play and he makes a bad play. It's very disappointing. But it's Bears football. So me and you talked about uh
1: Justin Fields mm-hmm. off air. And <clears throat> I mentioned to you normally a quarterback of his stature, he they just make a play. They they find a way to will their team. You look at Trevor Lawrence, they just they just they just find a way. Mm-hmm. And You talked about him playing at Ohio State, and he just had great receivers where Mm -hmm. you didn't have to try to read a defense. You just threw it because you knew he was open. Mm -hmm. Um, How much does the receivers on on the Bears play a role in his maturation as an NFL quarterback? The what?
2: The wide receivers. Who? The guys. Uh, Oh, better. He doesn't have any guys. And I I think I mentioned to you that if you go back and you watch Justin Fields on – the the levels that he's played, he has been able to throw to guys that are usually just wide open, right? He's not throwing guys open. He's not throwing to guys who they look open. or They don't look open, but they they really are. Just get them the ball somehow, some way. Get them the ball.
1: Isn't that concerning though? Because if you can't do it, that anymore, you have to fall back on your knowledge of the game. It, hey, I gotta get this guy. Get this guy in this hole. I know this coverage is going to be open. It's. I gotta it's, check.
2: Out of this route To mm-hmm. get him into a better route It's it, It's concerning in, in the sense that Everybody says that He's one of the smartest guys In that building And that's That's cool But for whatever reason It's not Translating To Sunday Yet For for whatever reason It's, it's like that dude That just Hoops at the park Right And then <laughs> He gets in the game and boy
0: trash Right It's all star For
2: whatever reason Can't make that shot And it's man. not that he's bad You see the flashes of it It's the, It's the, it's the consistency of him doing it at this point, and he's not consistently doing. It. He's honest about it, and I'll give him. I'm I'm, I'm shooting him a lot of bail because yeah. that first year under Matt Nagy, he was asking Justin Fields to do really stupid stuff. They forced him into doing things that I don't think is right. Like they they never tried to run uh, Justin Fields last year, which is weird. Use use one of his strengths. Right, that's like Jim Harbaugh not using Lamar Jackson's legs, that would be really dumb, right. right? Or the Bills not using Josh Allen's legs, that'd be really dumb. So, I think they're still trying to figure out what they have with Justin Fields. I'm not selling on him because he, he's too much of a talent. It's it, two years in, it's two years in, and to this is the first, and, Sell him. and the first, easy <laughs> you know, this has he something gonna, to do with me throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Um, is <laughs> right? it, does it? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think he he's seeing the game well. Who is there
0: to see? Where's the help? Who is Trevor seeing in Jacksonville? Where's the help? At least Jacksonville, they went out and spent yeah. money on Christian Chris, Kirk. They Darnell Mooney and Christian Kirk are, Christian are like, like Kirk. the same. I'll guys. take Christian Kirk over right, Darnell right. Mooney right now. I would too. And I don't think Christian Kirk is all up, but i will take him over whatever's in Chicago. There's
2: nothing there.
0: It's a multi-year rebuild. He's on his mm-hmm. second coach in in as many seasons. He still don't have no help in the passing game. I, I don't understand. If the offensive line is getting better, they mm-hmm. still need more work. Why are we dumb? He come to Tampa. I take I, him. If, if Tom is going to hang him up, I would take a talent like Justin Fields, insulated with the talent we've got.
2: I, and I think that he would flourish. I think he'd do just fine. But I'm not selling. I'm not selling on Justin Fields. That, that'd be Hard dumb. Pass. That'd be done. To
0: do. Okay, so he's so quick. So he's that guy. On stuff. He's yeah. that
2: guy. That's, that's fine. I haven't seen anything. It's again, hard to. I'm still waiting. I'm still well, waiting on Chicago Field. Bears football games like that uh, here and there. Stop it! Why would I, right. okay. I actually sit there all and watch right. a exactly? Game? So again, he he had there's signs that okay, you can see that it's there. He can make that play. He all can right. make that throw. It's the consistency of doing that. Quickly all.
1: before we move on, yeah. give me Justin Fields' signature play in the NFL right now. Every every. Rookie or young guy has had a signature moment. What there was a
2: yeah that's weird. There's not
0: a thing. Yeah, you just made that up.
2: Sure, sure. (laughs) There was a game last year against um San Francisco, and I think it was the play to actually tie that game late or take the lead late in that game, and it was what you expected to see out of Justin Fields. Again, you know he's a thrower. You know he can make every pass, but he's a mobile quarterback. So. Uh, he got pressured, I think, scrambled right, broke contain, came back left, made some great moves, scored a touchdown, it tied the game up. Like, that's what Bears fans are probably expecting to see. How did I make that up? That's not a thing. <laughs> what, what's Trevor Lawrence's signature moment?
1: I haven't watched enough of, of him, but I can tell you Jameis's. He had a five-touchdown well, game.
2: A, wait, that's because you're a Jameis
0: guy, Cam though. Cam Newton, his first game, he hold broke on, a record. on, hold on, hold on, like, hold, hold, other- hold on. What's Najee Harris's signature moment?
1: I think he had a three touchdown game. You
0: think? I'm actually a Bears fan. That's I'm, that's the thing. But I'm I'm, I'm the, just I don't. Yeah. That's not a thing, though, bro. It is. No, it's, it's <laughs> not a thing. You made that up. No, I've didn't. never heard that before. Okay. <laughs> he pump would know because he, he watched me something. He immediately gave you an answer, okay, and I'm cool with the answer. I'm saying I've never heard that. Like, oh man, that that young guy had a signature moment.
2: Like, it, what? It is, I, it's a I, thing I understood the question hey, Thank you, know, you, Pump. Okay, I kind of took that he's, on. A, he's
0: been trying to play us Against each other Okay,
2: lately. no, no you All right You're,
0: Y'all are making that up Listen,
2: Whatever. you kind of do that sometimes Little puppet master Be back okay, here with the strings right, You know what, I'm Mo- done
0: Moving forward You it's, know what, dump him Sell him down the river <laughs> Sell him Sell him You know what, at that point Sell that chump
1: And don't sell him to Tampa
2: <laughs> <laughs> At that point, send him out with Todd Bowles We want the Marvelous yeah. Thank you're you. not getting, you're not getting Marv. No, nah, we're not. Nah. All right, fellas. I, I mean, it, it's just, there's any more foosball? I think that's it for me. I'm good. Ain't no baseball. Apparently, no more cutting in on things. Thank goodness. Uh, hockey's almost back.
0: Almost, yeah. Uh, preseason. Mm-hmm. The Lightning try to get rid of Alex Boulet again. I don't know what it is. They just don't like the kid.
2: That's fine. The uh, Blackhawks are going to be garbage once again. Tough. Yeah. Lightning going back. Uh, again. Yes, uh, Force how,
1: how are my mapes doing? Uh, they didn't. Austin really like Matthews
0: it. is good. I mean, Austin Matthews, is gonna be, Austin Matthews is gonna be Austin Matthews. You guys didn't elevate the roster, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, they think that somehow, some way, Toronto is gonna be good because they're Toronto, which that hasn't worked for what,
0: twenty years.
2: Are the Maple Leafs the NHL like New York Knicks? They just depend on the name and think like that the they're gonna be that. good.
1: I don't like the sound of
0: that. Isn't that more so like the Habs? No, they—they no. they, actually—they're really trash, though. Okay, maybe, maybe it's the maybe it's
2: the maps. Maybe I don't know. I completely understand the the questions that that are going to come. I just want to ask you one question. I know that these questions could go on and on each and every day. I just want to ask you one question.
1: Is that a real question? What what you want me to say to that? I just
2: want to ask you one question. Why you
1: gotta be so negative? do you think about that? I don't
2: know. Just ask questions. I just want to ask you. But that's a great question. One question.
1: All right, so the NBA is back. Way too early MVP candidates.
2: Demar Derozan.
1: Serious answer? No.
2: No. Not at all. Breeze. Um,
0: uh, Luca. That's a good one. I mean, I who won it last year? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Joker. Joker.
2: <laughs> Joker won it again, that yeah, won back to back. Yeah, racism. That's ridiculous. That's just silly. Give me give me Joel Embiid. If he could stay healthy, he should have
0: won it last year. He should have. He should have He definitely should have won last I, year.
1: I think that was that's all he had in his tank.
0: That
2: no. was th- that was his peak moment. No, no. No, no. <laughs> now, to, to me I kind of was just going off of the trend cuz you're picking a guy who probably won't be healthy all 82 either. Who, Luca? Yeah. I would take Luca over Joel to be healthy. Uh, Luca gets hurt. Joel gets hurt. I know. That's why I picked Joel. You pick Luca, I pick Joel. Now I feel like I need to pick a guy who's probably going to be hurt LeBron. The Claw. LeBron,
0: James. you picking his Claw. The Claw's back. The Claw. He is back. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he
2: for how, played For yeah. how long? It's like McRib for, for a limited time all right. My question was trash, obviously No, it wasn't, it wasn't trash at all I was just curious The
1: man to my right Is Mr. Pumpy Johnson himself <laughs> Yes, sir man to my left Is Breeze We out, man This is, has been another week Of pettiness Oh, God It's called the Somebody Said Podcast And I would understand if you don't want to listen to us anymore.